Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, upvote the video, and comment down below. We would appreciate it. I'm here with Tom Vanderford for his weekly segment on Ole Miss football, Ole Miss recruiting, and I guess we're going to talk about Pete Golding today because Pete is everywhere. He's on fire, man. He is a wonderful recruiter, and he's I, he's doing double duty. You know, he's filling holes in the portal, and he's making huge strides uh, with the high school kids. We've got a legit shot at the top five high school kids in the state. You know, we've got a uh, we've got a legit shot at Franklin. You know, I think we'll get all all the other four. I I don't know. Harold Harold's flippable. Mm-hmm. I think the Tennessee commit, but I just saw today where somebody crystal balled the uh, Burnside to Ole Miss. Yeah, I think it was right David Johnson and two four seven. Yeah, yeah. So hey, we're doing it on both sides of the ball. I think. Uh, it wouldn't be surprised to me if he hasn't uh, talked to one of these receiver recruits into playing corner. I don't know that for a fact, but we sure we sure are looking good on a lot of players. Uh, what I'm impressed with him the most is the defensive line. I mean, he is getting defensive line recruits like we haven't got since you know Kim Dietschy and and those guys. You know. Um, it's very, very impressive. And I love the shark emoji thing on Twitter. I just, yeah, I love cool. it. Yeah. But, you know, you know we, got... we went through a right. hmm. Yeah, we went through a phrase, when, a phase when, you know, the land sharks were dead, man. I mean, it was, you know, we went through a phase where it was just over and he's bringing that back. And I, I hope to see some of this this year. Yeah. You know, I hope to for that. And uh I think we've I think we're gonna have a well coached defense this year, but I'm really looking forward to the future of this defense. He's not playing, man. He's 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 patching holes for now and he's also uh building for the future at the same time. It's amazing. You know, one thing I you put on I Twitter hear? one thing I put on Twitter was You've seen all this stuff, and Pete Golding has been extremely active in the transfer portal. And he's all over right. defensive line. He's all over defensive back, but not one linebacker in this um, summer portal, which tells me that room's probably better off than the internet experts like myself have any idea about. Um, or And Suntarian Perkins could be the dude. He's the one coming in as reinforcements and he's going to play quite a bit. But I think it's kind of interesting that Pete Golding is kind of ignoring the linebacker position at the moment. Yeah, I think it is too. I think we've got some really good depth for running two linebackers. I mean, we really do. And even if one of them ends up being a Husky type or whatever they call it in this defense, you know, I I think Suntarian would be a perfect fit for that. But – um, he needs help in the in the defensive backfield and and 
obviously he wants enough depth on the defensive line and the defensive backfield where he can do a lot of substituting, you know, when we, when we go against these high powered offenses, I'm, I love the James Madison kid. Equu, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you look at his tape and he's like, oh my gosh, he reminds me of Marquis Zanes. You know, he's just, he's, he's fast off the ball. He's a good, you know, so I like that kind of player. And it's been a while since we've had, had that, you know, we're going to be better on defense than we have been in the Lane Kiffin era, in my opinion. The, the, the offense is going to be, whether people want to gripe about it or not, it's true. It's going to be another top 10 offense. Mm-hmm. As long as Kate Lane Kiffin's at Ole Miss, we're going to have a top 10 offense. That's just how it goes, how it rolls. But I'm really excited about the defense and the coaching and the recruiting. Yes, and um, also today, ESPN released the time, I think it's 6.30 Central or something, for the Ole Miss State game, Thanksgiving night. And on this show, as you all know, if you all have made it to this point, I talked about how I have a soft spot for Thanksgiving and the Egg Bowl just because of when I was in the Navy and, and how that was instrumental because 99 to 2003, um, actually – the spring of 2004, but all of those football seasons, I was in the Navy. So it was really those AFN games, those special games. That was a chance for me to see Ole Miss football. So that shapes my view of it. I realize that several people are against it. What are your thoughts on the fact that a, the game is on Thanksgiving at least one more time and B, I don't know if that is going to last past next season. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, my personal thoughts are, I, and I've been to lots of Thanksgiving Ole Miss games. Uh, I was actually at uh, Eli Manning's last Ole Miss game down in Starkville in uh, 2003, I think it was. But... It's a neat thing, but at the same time, you know, Thanksgiving's such a big holiday, and it's a lot easier to go on Saturday if you've got to, like me. Um, you know, when I was a kid, we went to the grandparents and ate, and then we could split and do whatever we want to. Well, now, you know, we're the grandparents, so everybody, everybody comes to our house now. So it, you know, it, it for me personally, it'd be a lot easier to go on Saturday, but. I must admit, you know, my, my tummy's full. I'm I'm laid back and I'm watching Ole Miss football. You know, it, it's it's not a bad gig, you know, either way. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things where if it goes away, I mean, heck, 2014, that epic Egg Bowl, that was a Saturday game. The Stuart Patrick's game was a Saturday game. There, I mean, it doesn't necessarily matter competitively 
if the game's on Thursday or Saturday. Like I said, it's, I just have a south spot um, because of my time in the Navy. Mount, let's change gears back a little bit. Who do you think will be next in recruiting? We saw a shark emoji this morning. Who do you think is the next one? Oh, I, I so want it to be Franklin or Waller. You know, they've got him. Waller's basically crystal ball dust, but I'd like to see some. I'd like to see a commit. I hope it's one of those two guys. Yeah, I think those two are going to be signing day type signings. Well, the one I'm waiting on every time I see the shark emoji or anything with commitments is Caleb Odom, the tight end out of Georgia. Um, or oh, yeah. I should say yeah. big wide receiver. He He's the guy I'm yeah. waiting on at the moment. But I think this yeah. shark emoji is probably for one of the two defensive back transfers that came on campus for a visit um, over the past three or four days. Oh, yeah, the kid from Tulane, has he, has he visited yet? Yeah, he has. And I think he's in at North Carolina now, which makes me think that's not him. But I think okay. there might also be a kid from UCF um, that is in the portal that is visiting at the moment. So we'll see exactly how that okay. goes. If, there's an, if they get another cornerback, this is interesting to me. If they just keep getting cornerbacks, it's almost like Mike Bianco and shortstops. That he's in the yeah. defensive backfield, they're just going to sign cornerbacks and they're going to move them around the defensive backfield to do whatever. But they need to make sure they can cover first. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not one that's going to question uh, what Pete Golding's doing. I'm not going to question what Lane Kiffin's doing in recruiting, because both of them are proven commodities in that area. You know, I've got some Alabama friends that are like, "Good luck, y'all got Pete Golding. Good luck." Hey, I'll, I'll take a top ten defense every year. You know, I, I've got no problem with Pete Golding. So, I'm going to be honest. If we can have a top 10 defense with the offense that Lane Kiffin has, I hate to break it to yeah, everybody, oh yeah. but Ole Miss is going to be in the playoff every year. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think his goal, I think that's Kiffin's goal. I think he's kind of uh, realized that Oxford's a pretty good place to be. You know, he put a tweet out the other day that his daughter talked him into staying and then she talked him into singing metal at her at her party. So and and you know she's gonna be a rebel. So you know kids 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 um uh, have a lot of pull with parents. You know, you know it's interesting to me that Lane Kiffin was a Les Paul guy. I, I don't know if I saw him as a Les Paul guy with with his axe that, when he's out there playing nothing but a good time by Poison. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome, and it's. It gives another reason to like the guy. I mean, you know, sometimes he's kind of socially awkward, but you know, other times he's just—he's just a—he's a—he's a peculiar, peculiar person. But you got to love the guy. I love the guy. Well, he's a one in a million person, and I can respect that a little bit yeah. because I'm a little bit the same way. That I just genuinely do not care what other people think, one way or another. I'm going yep. to do, you know. I'm going to do what I want to do um, nine times out of ten regardless. And, and Lane's the same way, whether it's running the football program or handling his kids and things like that. It That one in a million is going to happen. And I, he, he's just 
an interesting personality. A friend of mine named Cardit Krishnire, who is in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, let me know that either FIU or FAU or the University of Miami, I forget which South Florida university it is, and it might be FAU just because Lane was there, but they teach a class on social media with Lane Kiffin, like Lane Kiffin's social media. They, they teach how to social based off of that. That's how good he is at doing that. And I think that's oh, yeah. pretty cool. He's wonderful at it. Mm-hmm. By the way, speaking of social media, congrats on the Lane Kiffin retweet. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that, that video um, got 2,000 extra views because of that share. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It basically meant that I could do my Egg Bowl video and not worry about the view count because those views have already been bagged. Because me talking about the Thanksgiving Egg Bowl, I'd have no idea how today's video is going to go. Right, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, it's a hot button off um, thing, but it might be a situation where a small minority is just really loud that might be interested in that, and everybody else just doesn't care when that game is. So we'll see. We'll see what it does. But I put Deuce on the cover from the 2000 Egg Bowl, the Romero to Deuce game. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Titled it "Last Thanksgiving?" Question mark. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm trying to be as clickbaity as possible. Hey, do whatever it takes, buddy. Yeah, I always tell people, um, whenever people say we're not a clickbait site, yes, you are. If you're not, you're out of business. Everybody's right, a clickbait exactly. site. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We'll have, let's say, Derek Vandegrift or Kara McCutcheon. Either we'll be talking about a postmortem on Ole Miss's baseball season or Kara McCutcheon will come by to talk about social media in which somebody from Texas A&M referred to Ole Miss as broke. So we just we talked about that today as well. So anyway, thank you, Tom, so much for stopping by, and I will um, see you next week, buddy. Yes, sir. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. <laughs>